0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about viral hepatitis. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash viral hepatitis or in the gastroenterology section of the second edition of the medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Hepatitis refers to inflammation in the liver. There are five types of viral hepatitis and we're going to go through each one in more detail, but let's start with a summary. Hepatitis A is an RNA virus. The transmission is fecal-oral. There is a vaccine for hepatitis A, and the treatment is supportive. Hepatitis B is a DNA virus. It's spread through blood and bodily fluids. There is a vaccine and the treatment is supportive or with antivirals. Hepatitis C is an RNA virus. It's spread through blood. There isn't a vaccine, and it's treated successfully with direct-acting antivirals. Hepatitis D is an RNA virus. It can only survive in the presence of hepatitis B. There isn't a vaccine, and it can be treated with Pegylated Interferon Alpha. And Hepatitis E is an RNA virus, it's spread through the fecal-oral route, there isn't a vaccine and treatment is supportive. All viral hepatitis infections are notifiable diseases. The UK Health Security Agency needs to be notified of all cases. Let's talk about the other causes of hepatitis. Other than viral hepatitis, the other causes of hepatitis include alcoholic hepatitis, non-alcoholic stetohepatitis or NASH, which is caused by non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, autoimmune hepatitis and drug-induced hepatitis, for example overdose of paracetamol. So let's go through the presentation. Viral hepatitis may be asymptomatic or it can present with non-specific symptoms of abdominal pain, fatigue, a flu-like illness, pruritus which is itching, muscle and joint aches, nausea and vomiting and jaundice or yellowing of the skin. Next let's talk about liver function tests. A hepatitic picture on the liver function tests refers to high transaminases AST and ALT with proportionately less of a rise in ALP or alkaline phosphatase. This is the opposite of an obstructive picture where there's more of a rise in ALP and less of a rise in the transaminases. Transaminases are liver enzymes that are released into the blood due to inflammation of the liver cells. Bilirubin can also rise in hepatitis as a result of inflammation of the liver cells. High bilirubin causes jaundice which is the yellowing of the sclera in the eyes or the whites of the eyes and the skin. So let's talk in more detail about hepatitis A. Hepatitis A is the most common viral hepatitis worldwide but it's relatively rare in the UK. It's an RNA virus transmitted via the fecal-oral route, usually in contaminated water or food. Vaccination against hepatitis A is available to reduce the chances of developing the infection. Hepatitis A can cause cholestasis, which is slowing of the bile flow through the biliary system, which presents with puritis or itching, significant jaundice, dark urine and pale stools. The bilirubin that's normally released through the bile ducts into the bowel is what gives the stools the darker colour. When this can't be released due to cholestasis, it builds up in the blood causing jaundice and needs to be released in the urine which causes the dark urine. The absence of bilirubin in the stools leaves the stool a pale colour. A diagnosis of hepatitis A is based on the IgM antibodies to hepatitis A. It usually resolves without treatment. Rarely, hepatitis A can lead to acute liver failure called fulminant hepatitis. Management is supportive with basic analgesia. Next, let's talk about hepatitis B in more detail. Hepatitis B is a double-stranded DNA virus. It's transmitted by direct contact with blood or bodily fluids such as during sexual intercourse or sharing needles, for example IV drug users or tattoos. It can be passed through sharing of toothbrushes, razors or contact with open cuts. It can also be passed from mother to child during pregnancy and delivery, and this is known as vertical transmission. Most people who get hepatitis B fully recover from the infection within 1-3 to three months. However, 5-15% to 15% of people become chronic hepatitis B carriers. In carriers, the virus DNA has integrated into their cell nucleus. This means they continue to produce the viral proteins. Let's talk about the antibodies and antigens. Remember that antibodies are part of the immune system against pathogen proteins. Antigens are proteins that are targeted by the antibodies Antibodies are part of the immune system and antigens are part of the virus There are key viral markers to remember with hepatitis B The hepatitis B surface antigen which indicates active infection The hepatitis B E antigen which is a marker of viral replication and implies high infectivity. Hepatitis B core antibodies, which implies past or current infection. Hepatitis B surface antibodies, which implies vaccination or past or current infection. And Hepatitis B virus DNA, which is a direct count of the viral load how much virus is in the blood. We need to talk about these viral markers in a bit more detail. Screening for hepatitis B involves testing for the hepatitis B core antibody for past infection and the hepatitis B surface antigen for active infection. When these are positive, further testing is performed for the hepatitis B e antigen and the viral load. Hepatitis B surface antibody demonstrates an immune response to the hepatitis B surface antigen. The vaccine contains the hepatitis B surface antigen, so having a positive surface antibody may indicate they've been vaccinated and they've created an immune response to the vaccine. The surface antibody may also be present in response to an infection. When the surface antibody is present, you need to check other viral markers to tell whether it's due to previous vaccination or due to infection. The hepatitis B core antibody can help distinguish between acute, chronic and past infections we can measure IgM and IgG versions of the Hepatitis B core antibody. The IgM version of the core antibody implies an active infection and it will give a high titer with an acute infection and a low titer with a chronic infection. The IgG version of the core antibody indicates a past infection when the hepatitis B surface antigen is negative. The hepatitis B E antigen correlates with infectivity. Where the E antigen is present, it implies the patient is in an acute phase of the infection, where the virus is actively replicating. When the E antigen is high, they are highly infectious to other people. When the E antigen is negative, but the hepatitis B E antibody is positive. This implies they've been through a phase where the virus was replicating, but now it's stopped replicating and they're less infectious. Vaccination is available against hepatitis B and this involves injecting the hepatitis B surface antigen. Vaccinated patients are tested for the surface antibody to confirm their response to the vaccine. The vaccine requires three doses at different intervals. Vaccination for hepatitis B is included as part of the UK routine vaccination schedule as part of the 6-in-1 vaccine that's given to newborn babies. Management of hepatitis B involves having a low threshold for screening patients who are at risk of hepatitis B, Screening for other viral infections, for example HIV, Hepatitis A, Hepatitis C and Hepatitis D. Referral to gastroenterology, hepatology or infectious diseases for specialist management. Avoiding alcohol, education about reducing transmission, contact tracing and informing potential at-risk contacts. Testing for complications, for example a fibroscan for cirrhosis and an ultrasound for hepatocellular carcinoma. Antiviral medication can be used to slow the progress of the disease and reduce infectivity. And liver transplantation may be required for liver failure. Next let's talk in more detail about hepatitis C. Hepatitis C is an RNA virus. It's spread by blood or bodily fluids, for example, semen. No vaccine is available for hepatitis C. It's now curable with direct-acting antiviral medications, for example, sofospovir and declatosvir. Without treatment, one in four people fight off the virus and make a full recovery, and three in four people develop chronic hepatitis C. Complications of hepatitis C include liver cirrhosis and the associated complications of cirrhosis and hepatocellular carcinoma. Testing for hepatitis C involves testing for the hepatitis C antibody, which is the screening test, and hepatitis C RNA testing, which is used to confirm the diagnosis of hepatitis C and calculate the viral load and identify the genotype. Management involves the same general principles as hepatitis B which we've already discussed and antiviral treatment with direct acting antiviral drugs is tailored to the specific viral genotype. Direct acting antivirals are successful in curing the infection in over 90% of patients. The duration of treatment is typically 8-12 to weeks. Next let's talk about hepatitis D. Hepatitis D is an RNA virus. It can only survive in patients who also have a hepatitis B infection. It attaches itself to the hepatitis B surface antigen and it cannot survive without this protein. There are very low rates of hepatitis D in the UK. Hepatitis D increases the complications and the disease severity of hepatitis B. Hepatitis D can be treated with pegylated interferon alpha over at least 48 weeks. This treatment is not very effective and it has significant side effects. Finally let's talk about hepatitis E. Hepatitis E is an RNA virus transmitted by the fecal-oral route. It's very rare in the UK. Hepatitis E usually produces only a mild illness and the virus is cleared within a month and no treatment is required. Rarely it can progress to chronic hepatitis and liver failure, usually in patients that are immunocompromised. There's no vaccination against hepatitis E. So thanks for listening to this episode on viral hepatitis. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about autoimmune hepatitis.